like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thinking... You know, feeling, physical feelings, anything you're experiencing emotionally, outside noises, changes in a routine, tossing and turning partners that are sleeping soundly but irritatingly, or maybe they just look so cute snuggled up there. Either way, you know, they're asleep, but, but, uh, or anything else. It could be anything. You could be going through something, you know, like changes in your life or, you know, it's just stuff and... Uh, whatever it is, uh, the safe places, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. Whatever is keeping you awake, I'm going to do my best to distract you. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders, uh, you know, what are those called? Word, cr- you know, I think they call it, this is offensive, actually. I just got into, I just thought of this, and uh, so excuse me, but... Some people use the word word crutch. I'd say they don't think I like that term, but, but, but uh, I don't know. This, it might get on a soapbox. Uh, soapy words. I use soapy words. Uh, but let's see. Let, let me. Uh, before I go on a tirade about what was I about to go on into forgetting, forgetting what I was talking about. Uh, what, no, really, what was I about to go on a tirade about? Uh, soapy words, not to, oh, word crutches. <laughs> But uh, what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing tones and the pointless meanders, the bab- babbling, babbling nonsense. You know, I don't babble like a brook because, like, I'm not as incoherent as a brook. You know, brook babbles, and it babbles in the mysterious language of sweet mother nature. Uh, faux poetic, poet, faux poet is, like, that was, like, nearly poetic. Uh, but it's true. The Mysterious Babblings of a Brook. Uh, I guess I could write, maybe that'll be another book there. You kind of keep an eye on these book titles. Mysterious Babblings of a Brook. Not quite there, but... Oh, here we go. Mysterious Babblings of a Brook named Brook. Uh, There you go. Uh, But anyway, so... You know, Brooke, Brooke kind of babbles, and you don't know what it's saying. And you can, like, you know, find some tranquility in the babbling of Brooke. Some people can, some people can't. And that's like this podcast. If you're new here, some people will find tranquility or distraction in my babbling in, in nearly incoherent nonsense. I guess you would never say a book's Brooke's a book. A book is babbling with incoherent nonsense. You'd say, well, it's incoherent. But I guess that would like uh, be projecting the fact that a brook should have some coherence. Where I'm human, so they like so the people that like this podcast doesn't work for. You know, maybe my voice doesn't calm you, or maybe you're seeking coherence. This podcast will contain a base level of coherence, maybe if I knew what that meant. But yeah, brook brook can't be coherent, but you could project coherence onto the brook, and then of course, then you'd be at Brookdale or something, you know, some sort of a place where they'd say, "Come live here." You've been talking to the brook again, Scoots.
And they'd say, no, actually, I'm collecting, I'm collecting da- data. I'm doing research for my new book, uh, The Babbling Brook Named Brook. I, I forgot the book title already, but, yeah, I'm, I'm not uh, talking to the brook anymore. Uh, well, what are you doing down here? Well, I'm interviewing the brook, as a matter of fact, and, well, I'm transcribing the brook. I'm sorry, did you say you're transcribing a brook? Oh, no, 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 no. How would you transcribe a brook? Oh, I'm transcribing the babblings of the brook. You know, people like to say it's incoherent. And then once I started talking to the brook, you all said, uh, you know, that I was projecting coherence. So now I'm here to say, I said, well, you know, let me look at this from a neutral place, uh, from my uh, a curious, uh, more nonfiction place. So I decided to sit down and, you know, transcribe what the brook is saying. One issue that's come up with my transcription, so is that, you know, I'm trying to find the coherent things that Brooke is saying, but my my handwriting's incoherent. So it doesn't, I guess, like, a, it's a little wrinkle in the Brooke transcriptions. I may have to hire a transcriptionist. But, yeah, you of course, you, you know, finding a transcriptionist that's fluent in, in uh, you know, no, no, northwestern New York Brook language, you know, that dialect is is rare. Oh, okay, well, I'm not going back to the Brookdale with you. As a matter of fact, I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. We were just talking. So, so, so like, I'm in a babble. Kind of, I mean, I don't, I guess I don't, I don't, babbling is kind of negative. Just like word crutch. Like, I use extra words. Like, I, this podcast is, a bo- it comes with bonus. It comes with extra ums. Buzz, ash, gosh, bagashes. Oh boy, I say that sometimes. Like uh, pauses, a lot of pauses. Um, you know, it, it, like attempted, you know, metaphor attempts. You say I'm going for this. I'm trying to get to find a way to connect uh, word crutches in babbling brooks. You know, it, 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 I'm, I'm like a mad scientist of metaphors. Except I don't use science, so I'm just a mad metaphorist. There's a there's a book title too, the mad metaphor. There might have already been one, uh, but all, I do all this in an attempt to say, hey, you don't really need to listen. Like you can kind of t- t- let me distract you. Like obviously, if you've li- been listening so far, I think I probably for a lot of you took your mind off stuff, and that's the goal. And you'll say, well, he's a little bit silly, a little bit odd, not all there. Communicate attempts to communicate with Brooks, and I'll tell you what I'll be. Let's let's put everything out on the table like I like to do. I've kissed a Brook before, you know that song. I've kissed a girl. You know there was the song I kissed a girl. Then there was the the, the movie. Then there was another version, uh, more recent, within the last eight years. I kissed a girl, but I kissed a Brook, and I liked it. I did. I it, it just just well. I guess it defined, I'd say it was a romantic kiss, but not a, like, a, it was just, you know, kiss on the lips. And yes, I did check before. I didn't, you know, if you want to kiss a brook, here's a way to do, not have to put it in Google. Can you drink out of this brook? And then, like, you'll get your answer. And if you can drink out of it, you can kiss it. And it was not, it was just a kiss of a pre, you know, I was so overcome with the, you know, like I said, whatever that poetic thing I said earlier, where I said the brook was babbling and, the, you know, sweet, sweet, I think it was more poetic than that, the language of Mother Nature. 
and I was feeling translucent, uh, so I didn't know if the brook would see me. I said, like, I was hoping for transcendence. I did get translucence. Maybe it was the sun. Maybe it was just staring at the brook. Oh, you know what it was? It was my reflection. Holy narcissist. Narcissus, uh, I was staring at the brook at my own reflection. So technically, I kissed myself. I mean, that's more embarrassing. What, what is more embarrassing? I kissed a brook or I kissed my, I kissed my own reflection in a brook. Well, what would be embarrassing if you heard the sound? I said, well, hello. It was funny to find you at a brookside, milady. I said, oh, well, I'm charmed. I'm just here babbling in the song of Mother Nature. Uh, enjoying the day as I do 24-7, non-stop babbling from this brook because until, you know, Mother Nature decides to rearrange the rocks and then my tale will change. Your ears might not hear it, but it always is changing, but just by, uh, you, you know, it's almost undetectable because these rocks are always reshaping. So my babble, you know, in the water, so my, my song is, my, I'm singing too. Well, wow, that's impressive. Actually, I was going to, okay, there, that's when I kissed the brook, but it, like this time I'm doing a podcast intro. So you'd say, what kind of person needs a word crutch? I'd say probably it would have been better if I had some there. Like, I, I need more word blockades. Or word, I need word, oh, speed bumps. I guess that's what I need in the word form to slow me down to say, okay, Scoots, don't share about kissing the brook. And don't tell him you talk to the brook in kissy-kissy language, because that's even worse. And whatever you do, don't quote back what you said the brook, you know, that you spoke for. No, I didn't speak for the brook. The brook spoke to me. Okay, anyway, let me get to the, So anyway, if you're new here, that's what we're dealing with here. Now, tonight we're going to be talking about Metastas News, the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. So we'll get through this intro, we'll do, we'll, we'll, we'll set it up, and then we'll do a tale based on the Spanish language words I tried to learn during break, um, Metastas News. And I don't speak Spanish, I just like thought it was interesting if I was going to be watching this Colombian Spanish language version of Breaking Bad, maybe I could pick up some Spanish. And I found it was an interesting way to kind of take these meandering stories. So I'm not trying to make fun of Spanish or anything like that. And I have learned a few words uh, that, that, have, that aren't coming to me right now. Then we'll do a recap of the episode of Metastas News. Then we'll recap the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad, all done in a snoozy, vanilla way to help you, you know, make sure you stay asleep. And then we'll cap things off with the thank yous and the good nights. But if you're new here, welcome. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. I'll be here for like over an hour. So if you can't sleep, I'll be here to keep you company. I'll be giving it my all, you know, sending my voice here across the deep, dark night. If it's daytime where you are, I'll be sending it, you know, through the tubes to the deep, dark day. And if you're skeptical, I appreciate that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, you know, wouldn't object to that. It makes sense. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. You know, I've had trouble sleeping, so, so that's part of what drives this show. So I really, really hope and yearn I can help you fall asleep, and thanks for stopping by. All right, so this is our 61st Spanish story. And this is the one where I tried to do my own luau back in the day. 
and I called it the Bahar Luau, but, but the Get Low Luau, you know, because uh, of the, uh, the thing you go over. It's now when you jump in line and rack your body on time, it's uh, the pole thing, which is the name that escapes me. We also had a uh, uh, Aspidorus race at this luau. Well, I scheduled. These were the things I was planning for at uh, Bahar, getting low. Aspidorus, vacuum cleaner racing, just like, uh, you know, there's some witch movie or cartoon where they had vacuum cleaners instead of brooms. I always liked that. A uh, fachada contest, a facade contest, which is just like that uh, Madonna, like voguing. Uh, but you you can't move, you know, but a human statue contest, I guess, you you know, artistico, artistic a little bit. Really, the fachada contest, the human statue contest was made for because I was running behind with cooking. Because uh, I didn't know, you know, I was trying to look up boy, boy, you know, all those things. You know, lyrics to Tiny Bubbles, uh I say, Conesto, like, what am I going to do with this? How am I going to, like, a sonoria, I got to smile. That's part of, uh, you know, I got to be agradable, you know, nice. Uh, you know, welcome people. Salgo para Allah, you know, go to there. There's your seats. Those are your tables. Uh, uh, you know, no, no one has to be placed to Sotano in the basement at the kids' table. This is a... Uh, and they said, what is this, what is this, and, you know, this was as a child, you know, so yeah, I handed out tickets, I charged, uh, you know, I blocked the street that we lived on. Not a true story, don't worry, it's not a true story. And charged people for tickets to come, uh, I said, oh, look at that baby of yours, Quinta Sucaris, she has your face. And people wanted to know when, what was going, like, they said, is this the actual, uh, Luau, I said, oh boy, is it, oh, oh, horario, horario, so, you know, the schedules will be coming, they're pending, and then they said, well, where are the lays, and I said, uh, you could lay in your seat, uh, Eva Tarlo, Tarlo, we're using imaginary lays to avoid uh, anybody's flower allergies, it's a new thing. Uh, Totavia, though, be still, because right now is the time for the, for, for, you know, the for, for, you know, facade contest. Uh, Severo, look over there. That's Moistra, sample, that that person there is a human statue. That's what Los Vamos, we're going to all do that together. Time, everyone, for a compromiso. Uh, make a commitment to being a human statue, because I got to play some musica toque. I got to touch up the music. Uh, I don't know tiny bubbles yet, you know. But if I can locate where my hips are and the muscles that control them, I'll be doing some belly dancing. And watch me, votam, votamios. You know, I'm I'm turning. And don't worry, Davan Prensa. You know, I give I got good press for this luau. You know, luau de la nada, out of nothing. What are you saying? Where's the pig? What pig? Who else? There'll be poi. There'll be poi later, yes. Uh, Mai Tais? No, 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 no Mai Tais at this luau. Uh, uh, Disparo. We'll just be shooting the breeze here. SL Mismo. This is the same as a Hawaiian luau, except it's in the backyard of my house in Syracuse, New York. 
Otista Acabamos. I'm sorry, what did you say? Uh, Tenerlo Vimos. I have it. I saw, I've seen, I saw Hawaii 5 so I know how to do a luau. Excuse me, can you, uh, Kitamos, remove this person from the luau? Okay, so everybody's, is everybody frozen like a statue? Cones, uh, Meta, and Sano. That was what the goal I was teaching all the, all the guests. Uh, keep still. And if you get tempted to move, Dita uh, Segulia, you know, keep following that bald head right there. That cone like cabeza, yeah, that head. Okay, we're going to get ready for the next thing, which I call Vaquita, the little cow. That's like because they have a little piece of cheese for everybody. That's the appetizer. So line up. Uh, no, 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 not laughing cow. This is a, a different version, Vaquita. This is little cow cheese. Oh, no, instead of wax, this comes in uh, your hand. It's cheese curds. It's just like the laughing cow, but different. No, it's not brie. Uh, I'm not sure I bought it on the side of the road at a stand. Uh, Ordones, what are you putting in cheese orders now? No, no, this is your, uh, this is a mousse-bouche. Uh, Tomando fresco, we're taking, this is as fresh as the cheese as it gets. And I know some some people here, Saber Mejor, they know better than me about organizing luau's. Oh, do they? You know, they want to sueldo gatillo, pull the old salary trigger, and hire some consultants to do pro. I can hear the complaints coming in here. You know, Poner, Haser, I'll go. You know, get a consultant, and we'll do we'll do actual Syracuse luau, take over Hinden Waddles or whatever. Uh, we won't leave a soyo detail. You know, that's what they always say. Not a single detail will be unfocused, unlike Scooter's Luau. Well, you know, Haga una lista quince. You know, make a list of 15 things that aren't in my Luau. Uh, but do it as a statue. Uh, cinco anote. It's also $5 to use that pen and paper. Uh, Qualdro Trabajo. Which job would the consultant start with? Uh, look at my hips. They're almost moving. Okay, Toto Suhente. I want all the people here. Uh-oh, excuse me, guests. Uh, Roborom Mi Plata. Somebody stole the money for the pig. That's what happened. Does uh, anybody Alguno want to make an extra donation for the, the, the fund? Maybe we should just say, let's just have poi and then no... No harm, no foul, you know what I mean? Piense, what do you all think about that? You know, because some pigs are supposed to to hijos. You know, some they have a wife and kids, these these ones. Uh, okay, Cubier to everybody get cover, covered. It's raining now. That's not great for this because uh, this is an outdoor luau. No cover. So let's just stay outside. You got to let's get the uh, no, 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 don't, no, no need to move away. Uh, what I'll do is, uh, if someone gives me a couple hundred dollars, Digame, Entreguer, Pega, you know, I'll get some delivery over here. I'm sorry, you know, no, they, we don't talk like that here. You know, how about some Pez Gordo, some fat fish pizza? That's like a new pizza place that uh, has specials because they have their terrible name. It would be good if it was a fish shop, but it's Pez Gordo, fat fish pizza. Oh, yeah, I do own that pizza shop. Yes, I did name it and open it. 
and Seguro. This Luau is actually my insurance for all the pizzas we didn't sell today. Uh, no, not Domino. No, 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 no. Fat Fish Pizza. It's on its way. Don't worry. It'll be cold when it gets here. Okay, who wants... Let's get those vacuums plugged in. And don't worry about the rain. The vacuum cleaners are broken anyway. Um, and every, who wants two photo? Who wants their photo taken? Everyone, look at the winners of the statue contest. at Charlie Manya. Lay your hands on the statue, people. Uh, those are my siblings that I forced to work here, the ones that are still frozen in statue form. Uh, yeah, no hey coma there it, as it is. There's a, this doesn't get any better. Conjunto, set set up everybody, set up in a group. Get get a little closer. Kitar, uh, you know, remove what clothing you can because you're getting wet. Uh, propongo que te quedes. I propose everyone stays here in the rain. I don't have any pina coladas. Uh, uh, oh, hey, you, uh, huyendo. Some people are running away. Well, they won't get any. They won't get their photos. Uh, no, antes, don't leave before the uh, vacuum races. Uh, you know, you'll be, pardon, you'll be sorry. Todo esto bien. This is all going to be good. Uh, bien, okay. Uh, juntos a regalen. You know, everybody get together, fix, every, does everybody have a vacuum? You have a dustbuster. Yeah, that's a vacuum. Okay, tenderlo. Now lay it down at the, at the empezar, at the start line. And acaba, just wait. Now everyone, uh, uh, Susader sus fincas. Uh, think about the finances that you know. You know, because it could give you a head start, but I'm going to charge for that. Uh, it's a delicado. So who wants to put up poniendo uh, money for a, a, for a start? You do with the dustbuster. Forty dollars. Thank you. Okay, everybody. Quitar Lomano. Remove your hands. Aclarar. Uh, clear out away from your vacuums. Uh, Mencionaire, did I mention if you want to get a head start, you have to pay me? Okay, I'll go there. Get ready some of it. Uh, wait for my palabra. Say lohuro, I swear. Uh, uh, you, 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 yeah, we're We are outside. That's, that's outside rain. It is. Okay, Tomo, take uh, your head start. You, they gave me the money. Uh, sabe un cosa. This person knows a thing about winning races. Uh, Bonga Sita. So I want to put some quotes up while that person gets a huge lead. Uh, you know, pass on a mensaje. Go, everybody, go. Uh, yeah, I was messing with you. Uh, no, Tomar, take you. You know, go ahead, get get started. Uh, Vio Mikara, you saw my face. I was kidding. Asusustada. You know, don't worry. Just get racing, Egal. You know, get get in the course there. Uh, por ciento como antes, uh, it's almost, you know, it's a percentage of the time, you know, I feel blue, blue, like a azul, blue Hawaiian, uh, like about 40 of them, I feel like drinking 40 of them, nivel, that would give me a little, oh, it looks like the person with the huge lead came in first, uh, segundo mejor, second best was you with the, the uh, old metal vacuum cleaner, there you're strong, Buscando move air. You're really looking to move. All right, everybody, juntos, get together. 
Uh, nos convenient. Now, should we wait here for the pizza, the fat fish pizza to get here? You want your deposito back. Sorry about that. There is no, uh, you know, believe it or not, I got a Grano Nevera inside a grain fridge. You know, they do, that means a beer fridge. You could go in there. It's not mine. It's not plugged in. It's been calfaccion, heating up the uh, a beer, like just like it was covered in cohibas, like blankets. But feel free to survive yourself whatever you wish. Oh, and everyone else is leaving. We'll just announcement to everybody as you leave. Bez Almez, uh, I'm going to do this monthly, a monthly luau for everyone. Now, Cobrando, I'll be sure you, you could sign up, you know, for a monthly fee. And, uh, you know, if you get here early and pay, you know, tampoco. you wait for the little signal, you'll get a head start. And, you know, you know, if you approach me on the side, I'm more than happy to sell uh, here, help you get out on the race course, practice your statuing, caminar, you know, go for a walk with you, sing tiny bubbles. I think the uh, poise done, or whatever it's called. Also, I have a Poe suit. I was going to dress up as Poe from that movie. That doesn't have to. I was going to do like that's when we we're going to do the thing. We forgot to do the limbo. Well, everyone's gone. Advierta, I guess. Uh, and Carga, I'm responsible again, and I'll just uh, you know get low under this uh, limbo because limbo time's here. But I'm by myself again. Even my siblings left. The ones that were statues. Well, just lay down and slip under the. Bar of the limbo sticking into your dreams. Good night. All right, so we're talking episode 61. It opens with a red van, YAZ524. And it pulls into the ABC maintenance, vacuum maintenance. Uh, so it's actually an actual vacuum cleaner repair place. And the van backs in and, uh, you know, get, goes inside and then the doors open and the guy lets out waltz is what I put in my notes. But then I realized uh, a few seconds later it was Saul. So I was played for the fool. And Saul's carrying two suitcases and I'm like, oh, snap. That's what I wrote. No, Saul. Three exclamation points. Oh, snap. I got tricked. Uh, Saul gets his picture taken for a future ID against like a pull down background. And Saul says, uh, should I take my bandaid off? And he says, nah, let's uh, help Photoshop it or something. And I really like the casting of this vacuum guy. He's cool, very calm, but a little bit odd. Asks a lot of questions. He talks to Saul about some problems or some situations. And Saul seems surprised, almost like he's going to change his mind about something. Uh, uh, something unsure, will I see, double question mark. And then it said Walt, double question mark, because Walt's on like, a security camera, like uh, pacing around a room in a bad mood. And then we kind of get a Xelo, the uh, Episode title. Then we see Maria is in black. Uh, she's in the car with Ruben, future superstar, this actor that plays Ruben, I'll tell you. 
Uh, they're in a black Chevy pickup. They pull up to Maria's house, and uh, then they realize all the evidence has been taken and scattered around. Uh, they find a video camera, but no tape. And then we're at Pedo's uncle's, and they're watching the tape with Jose's confession. And at some point, he names Peto is doing something. And Peto's just in the background reading a book. He doesn't seem to care. Uh, but the uncles are very mad, and they want to deal with Jose. But Peto's kind of protective of Jose somehow. I don't know if it's his skills. Mucha mas, like muchas mas platas. They're going to make more money because of him. And then they kind of laugh at Peto, and they're making fun of him. I don't know if it was about his crush on Lydia or because he was protective of uh, Jose, but uh, Peto almost seems confused. I mean, this is this character, uh, what was his name, and uh, uh, Todd and Peto, like a strange character, uh, off-hinge. I wouldn't say unhinged, but off-hinge or reverse tinge or something. But Jose sits in a room. He's looking at a picture of Andrea. Then he realizes there's a paper clip on it, so he tries to pick his lock. And then, this was funny, we see the exact thing I'm reading from right now, a yellow legal pad, and Walt's scribbling like a madman on his legal pad. And we see him and Saul are bunkmates now. And Walt hands some of the paper to, like, uh, to Saul, okay? I put, oh no, Walt's hand hurts, that's what that said. Uh, but he says, so he goes to Saul, what are you looking at, I think? And the room's soundproofed, so you could have recorded a podcast in there if you wanted. Walt gives a paper and then a long speech to Saul, and Saul does not get why Walt's so bent out of shape. And Walt's like talking about my money and Henry. Uh, still me, 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 me with Walt. And Walt yells at Saul, who's like, chill, bro. He goes, it wasn't my fault. And he goes, besides, what are we going to do about it right now? And Walt's still like, no, no, no. And there's lots of breathing and pointing. And Saul tries to reason with him and, like, use common sense or something. And Walt, like, pounds the walls in frustration, like, oh, oi. And so still tries to talk to him, but Walt's like, uh, what about all my money, dude? All my money, like 80 million or whatever. And then he taps his barrel. And then I think he said to his, uh, something to Saul, like, are you going to help me or what? And then the vacuum dude pops in. He just kind of appeared there. And he goes, hey, Saul, you ready to go? And Walt goes, no, 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 we have a new plan. I mean, first the dude was like, sorry, did I interrupt something? And they're like, uh... Uh, but then Walt says, I have a new plan. Me and Saul are going to go out on the town and take care of some business. And Saul's like, no, 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 I'm not. And then Walt goes, he says, he goes off. And he's yelling at Saul about not, you know, not helping him. Uh, you know, come on, Saul, you got to get into it. And then he coughs. So you realize how selfish this is because he's like, he wants, Saul's got his exit strategy. And Walt wants to drag him back in. But Walt's not going to be around because... Uh, He's not feeling good, but Saul will be. Um, let's see. And Saul says, then Saul's like, you know what? Goodbye, Walt. And then we're at the DPA office, and there's cops and lawyers in suits, and they're all pointing and talking. Uh, but the sound's kind of drowned out, and we see CLO's kind of there, spaced out. There's no sound. She's at the end of the table with this empty look. And then they're waiting for her to answer, and she says, see, and she kind of confirms something.
something. Then she's home smoking and looking out the window. She goes to check on the baby, and then Peto's there with a the stuffed animal. He says, here's a message. Like, don't don't talk about Walt. Here's some stuff. to. Ca- oh, there are cabbage patches. And then everyone does the cabbage patch. Then we see Peto and Lydia. They're sitting back-to-back at that same fancy rooftop restaurant. Uh, they talk, but they're interrupted by the waitress. Peto has, like, Lydia's tea or, like, a sugar substitute on him. He's all sly. Like, hey, I, I know what you like to drink. Uh, Lydia, on the other hand, she's much more business-like, thoughtful, chill. Uh, but then Pet- Petto says something that catches her attention, something about Heisenberg, she says. And then he says, no, 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 Rosas. Uh, and then he turns towards her because now he has her attention. He touches her hair or her shoulder. Like pick some like uh you know whatever straight straight hairs off or something, and he thinks that's it that they're in love now, maybe I don't know. Then we see a horse truck in like out in the countryside, and it's a vacuum dude. Lots of green grass, and they go into this far. The truck goes into this farm thing. And then Walt gets out of the truck. Uh, he's like hidden behind all these boxes and stuff. And then he says, well, follow me. And they go across the farm to this really nice country cottage, the lush garden. They go inside. The house is all stocked. He's got food. There's a bathroom. And he tells Walt all, you know, the deal of how he's going to stay here and be fine. Of course, Walt complains about how much he paid or something. And the guy's like, WTF, bro. Like, this is how you go off grid. And then Walt says, speaking of going off-grid, where's the phone? I need to make some calls. And the dude's like, what is this, amateur hour? He goes, this is my show. I'm the vacuum guy, not you. And he Walt still won't let it go, and the guy tries to reason with him. He says, listen, you want to stay here and be okay or not? And he says, I got to go. Then Walt sits on the couch. His arms are crossed. He's got his barrel full of money in his suitcases. And then he takes some money out, he loads up his jacket, he gets the Heisenberg hat on, and then he starts to walk. And it's like, oh, action time. But then he gets the gate, he pauses, he changes his mind, and it's like, not yet, double question mark. Uh, then we have Jose, he gets his arms free, but Pato comes, uh, so uh, Jose goes to bed. And Pato's all happy, he's like, I have a treat, uh, like a donut or something, and it's, it's in beautiful night sky. So Jose says, can I look at the night sky? And Pato says, well, it's going to be cold out, but you can look at it if you want. I'll see you in the morning. And then I put, yeah, this is where I said, did Jose ask to see the night sky? Double question mark. Jose eats the donut, and then he gets into action. He climbs out, but then Pato looks out the window because he hears, he makes so much noise. And so they catch Jose right away. Jose yells. Uh, then we see Walt. He's in a plaid fleece with a beard, long hair. At the cottage, the vacuum man pulls up. He's got newspapers. Walt needs some reading glasses. Uh, so they, he brought a bunch with him, the guy. So Walt starts going through the reading glasses, and they chat. And it seems like the vacuum guy actually likes Walt. And he even has a Walt's aspirin that Walt needed. So he's like, here's your aspirins. Uh, 
And then Walt's asking him something else or some more info, or maybe he's like, I'll pay you just hang out here with me or something. Or Walt, like, wants it to, to confess to him or something. I couldn't tell. Uh, then there's, like, a nighttime shot establishing the cottage. We see articles about Cielo on the walls. Walt's wedding ring falls off. And he's in bed asleep cold and he, with blankets and jackets, and he realizes his ring fell off so he takes one of his chucka boots and takes out a shoelace and wears the ring around his neck uh, then it's well boxes up some of his money it's a morning he goes walking with his box to the gate he's coughing a lot then we see junior at the library he gets called to the principal's office she's like i got a call for you about some scholarship or something and Junior gets on the phone, and it's Walt, of course. There's, you know, someone says, hold on, and Walt gets on. And Junior's shocked but curious. And then Walt's talking about the money, and Junior gets mad and sad. And Walt's begging, and he's asking some questions to try to make a plan to get the money to Junior. Or, like, keep a secret from your mom. Walt was at a red payphone with a stack of coin, coins at the top. And then Junior says, this is what you should do with your plata, bro. And Walt's crushed, and he hangs up. And then he gets uh, some coins. He makes another call to report himself and leaves the phone off the hook so they can find him. And then Walt takes his box. He sits at the bar. He orders a drink. Uh, he thinks for a while. And at first I thought it was a soap opera. I was really dis disjointed on this one. And he says, hey, can you turn it up? And then it was a new show, and they were talking about Walter Blanco. And Walt doesn't like what they're saying. It hurts his ego or something. And he looks away while one of them talks. And then they started to unpack it. So he was listening, and then he looks at the next uh, next part. So it was a woman interviewing a man and a woman. And then I said, oh, wait, this is Elliot. Uh, this is like, uh, and I said, who is it? I do I just lost the name. Oh, Dan. No, not Dan. But his old business partners. And they're talking and being interviewed about him. And then she kind of seems like she made a call to Walt to like give up or something. And that hurts Walt. So he leaves. And then the cops arrive. Uh, it's raining. But right when they go in, they realize Walt's gone. And there's a $100 bill under his drink at the bar. And the episode ends. All right, here we are, episode 61, and uh, second to last episode. I don't know if that's penultimate, ultimate, uh, but uh, let's get to it, I guess. I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, that name of the episode is Granite State. Uh, does anyone know what the Granite State is? Anyone? Anyone. It's the title of this episode. Oh, boy. This opens with a red minivan, best quality vacuum. Uh, well, it looks like a, I put granite block building. I don't think I meant granite, though, but it like one of those industrial, uh, I think those are granite blocks or whatever those blocks are that they use for building things. Uh, not bricks, but the ones when you're in your 20s, you used to use this coffee ta for your coffee table, the ones with those two holes in it. And uh, Robert, we see the great Robert Forrester, like uh, the the building, then the building's unlocked. We see the great Robert Forrester. 
And out of the van climbs not Walt, but Saul, with uh, some turquoise luggage, a very purple shirt. Uh, Forrester's all business. Saul's like, huh, geez, I didn't, I figured the vacuum cleaner repair was a term of art. And he takes Walt's picture. Uh, he says, hey, get your hair out of your eyes. He says, what about this uh, thing in my nose? He says, no, I'll airbrush that out. And Walt sees Nebraska. He says, what's in Nebraska? He says, you from now on. Uh, and he says, by the way, it's going to take a little while. You're going to have to stay downstairs. You know, I got a little, it's not the Ritz-Carlton, but it's a short-term stay. And Walt says, well, how long? He says, well, you're, you know, you're on TV and stuff. So he said, a couple days, two, maybe three. And he says, oh, by the way, you got a roommate, too. And Saul says, wait, he's here? And he says, yeah, for the moment. And Saul says, well, geez, how are you? He says, he's a special case. He says, oh, boy, yeah, for sure. And he says, well, how's he doing? He says, hey, take, you be the judge. Uh, and he looks down, he sees the camera. Uh, Walt's on a live feed. And he's pacing around. Then the episode opens, Marie's in black, she's in a car, she's sad, she's distant. Uh, they pull up to her house, but all the evidence is gone. Then we have Jesse's voiceover from a video. Then we're at Todd's uncles, they're drinking beer, watching Jesse's video. Uh, Todd's in the background. At first I thought he was mixing milkshakes, but it was it looks like it was takeout, like wonton soup or something, maybe, maybe pho. But he's mixing up some uh, takeout uh, in the, the liquid, the ones that contain soup. Uh, then Jesse kind of tells on Todd. Uh, Todd has this odd little grin because uh, he's so pleased. And the uncle says, Jesus, Jesse's a tattletale. Let's go deal with him. And, you know, J J J Todd tries to stick up for Jesse, but why? Uh, and he says, Jesus, he goes, well, we got 600 gallons of methylamine. And the uncle's like, dude, we got to like $80 million. Uh, he goes, why would we still make math? And he says, well, Jesus, uh, he goes, we could, we goes, he goes, we could make more, you know, more than millions. You know, why are you gonna, why would you turn your back on more money, Uncle Jack? And the uncle goes, are you sweet on Lydia? Is that what it is? And then they all have a laugh. They're like, Todd's, in, you know, Todd's in love with Lydia, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. And Todd goes, actually, that's exact. He goes, actually, I do want to be in a baby carriage, Uncle uh, he goes, is that weird that I'd like to be in a baby carriage? He goes, and I'll take it for first come. He goes, I, like, I'd, I'll take being in a baby carriage even before marriage. Uh, in fact, I'd prefer to marry someone that's comfortable putting me in a baby carriage. And the uncles are stunned at that, but he says, can we keep it to Jesse? And they say, okay, well, that's fine. Uh, the uncle says, I guess that's weird, but the heart wants what the heart wants, my boy. Then we see Jesse's looking at a picture of Andrea and um, uh, Brock. Paper clip, and he plays with the paper clip. Then we're back at the vacuum uh, shop. The guy's on the phone. Is that right? Mild. Oh, yeah, he's talking about uh, mild steel, a deal on mild steel. 
And this is great stuff because we go down to the bunkmates and Walt's writing on a yellow legal pad. So I kind of felt like I was in because I was writing on a yellow legal pad. And he's still trying to make some kind of plan. He's trying to rope Saul into it to deal with Jack. Uh, and Saul's like, you don't mind if I give you a nickel's worth of advice, do you? Uh, just for, uh, you know, old time's sake, he goes, maybe you should stick around and, you know, uh, give yourself up, you know, be good. He goes, are you really worried about your family? Because he goes, I think that would be uh, uh, the best thing for Skylar and the kids is if you just go in. And he goes, that phone call was good because that'll get her off at least one mistrial. But he goes, I don't know. Then, uh. He goes, I don't think they're going to let up on Skylar, Walt, and you're the one that put her in this position. He goes, I hate to be a downer here, but she's really got no assets, and she has to, had to get a job, uh, you know, no money, you know, and Walt says, well, we got plenty of money. He goes, dude, he goes, you're watching. He goes, uh, he goes, don't you remember what happened to Mike? He goes, Mike knew what he was doing, and he lost all his money, too. Face the music. He goes, you're sick anyway. Come on. And he says, you bring in all that money. They'll be happy about that. Maybe they'll, you know, take care of Skylar. They'll let her keep her house. And Will says, oh, you think I am just want to leave? Oh, boy. No, 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 no. He goes, I want that money, all the money for my kids. And also I liked how there, there's a lot of nice moving around, pink insulation on the walls. And then Walt gets all Heisenberg, you know, he goes, hey, Jim, you're, you're working with me, Saul. I never, I never let you uh, get off the job. And then the vacuum guy comes. He goes, are you ready to go? Uh, what's going on here? Everything okay? And Walt tries to, he says, no, no, Saul's staying here with me. Uh, and what does this mean? Walt, uh, all white t-shirt. Oh, when Saul says, you know, I'd, I'd prefer to leave, Walt says it and sprays it on Walt. He goes, it's not over till it's uh, cough, 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 over. And that's it, that's it. Uh, you know, he coughs. Oh, one point, Saul goes, you know, I'm not your lawyer anymore. He goes, I'm just a guy with a job and three pairs of Dockers. And then we get a little prequel because he says, in the best case scenario, I'm managing a Cinnabon in Omaha. And that's when Walt says, it's over uh, when it's over. And then Saul walks out on him. Then we have Skylar in a white blazer. Uh, sounds totally off because uh, Skylar's kind of drifted out. And they're, like, talking, and they're like, Miss White, are you following all this? Do you understand? And she goes, I understand I'm in trouble here and that you want me to tell on Walt, but I don't have any information on him. And they say, okay, go talk to your lawyer and see if you can remember and come up with something we can use. Uh, and then we see this, their house at night. Uh, oh, the lead agent was a jerk, I also put in parentheses. Big Sky. Big Sky from Lead Agent. What does that mean? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, but the ha we see then we see Skylar's house at night, like exterior shot with the surveillance police there checking in. Skylar's smoking and having a drink, looking out the window. 
And Todd shows up to show his respect for Walt and say, hey, just to, you know, let's keep an eye. He goes, by the way, Skyler, good news, I'm in love with Lydia. Then we see Todd in an Oxford, in a blue, like a blue Oxford with a button-down collar. I was like, is he going, going back to Catholic school? I think those are the only shirts I was allowed to wear at Catholic school. And Todd's drinking some tea. He's got on khakis. And Lydia shows up. This is at the same coffee house she used to meet Walnut, but they sit back to back. Lydia's on her high nerves. Waitress comes. Lydia's very concerned, very concerned. And she tries to manipulate Todd. She goes, you know what, we're going to have to take a break here. Or maybe it was real. And she says, I wish you all luck. And Todd goes, oh, the last batch was 92%, and it was blue. And Todd gets this police look on the face. And she goes, that's Heisenberg quality almost. And she goes, she's how are you doing that without Heisenberg? He goes, Pinkman, you know, next best thing. And she's like, well, they're looking for him. He goes, hey, he lives with me now. Don't worry about it. Uh, no problem. And then Todd, like, turns his, he puts his hands on his chair. And he goes, she's, don't you think we make a pretty good team? It's kind of mutually good. And Lydia has this great quiet. She goes, 92%. I don't know how she said it, but it was so good. She just kind of lets it out, 92%. She touches her lips like thinking about the money and the quality of the mess. Next thing we see is Walt hiding in a propane truck uh, in the snow. And the Robert Forrester lets him out the vacuum, and he says, hey, Welcome to New Hampshire. The Gra- I don't know, He didn't say the Granite State, but he said Mr. Lambert. And the cabin here is much more cold and bleak. There's snow. And this cabin looks like a kind of place you do, like uh, the other one had an English garden. This has got no garden, just cold, bleak snow, some pine trees. So it could have been nice for hiking. But he says, yeah, you got a month of food, canned goods, some steaks in the freezer, like a propane generator, enough for the winter, for the likes of TV in the freezer, and then there's a wood-burning stove to warm you up, and you can cook on it. Because the TV doesn't really work. Uh, maybe you could buy some Montreal TV. Because DVDs, and it looks like they had two copies of Mr. Magorium's Wonder Emporium. And he says, well, geez, I'm not a movie guy. Vacuum says that. He says, well, I'll make a spy run next month. Put it on the list. And Walt says, supply run, 50 grand to go to Costco. And he says, it's a risk, man. He goes, you're not paying me for toilet paper. He goes, it's a risk in 4,400-mile trip. He goes, I usually don't deal with people on an ongoing basis. But he says, you're the, you know, you're, you're the most uh, wanted man I've ever dealt with. And Walt says, where's the phone? He goes, phone? What, are you kidding me? He goes, hey, go, you, we're hiding you. He goes, no internet, no phone. No nothing. He goes, you want news, I'll bring you the papers. Whatever, whatever you want, I'll put it on the list. And Walt goes, I got business to conduct. He goes, your business, he goes, your business is your business. My business is keeping you here. He goes, so I got to keep you out of sight. And Walt goes, well, what's keeping me from walking somewhere? He goes, nothing. He goes, uh, there's a town eight miles down the hill. 
He goes, I can't stop you. But he goes, you go down there, you're going to get caught. And he goes, if I find that out, I won't be coming back. And uh, he goes, well, it's like, okay. And then he goes, I got to go. He goes, he goes, you want to use the, show me how you show me how to show you how to use the stove. Well, it's like, I got it. And he goes, you know, you paid good money for this. Uh, why don't you enjoy it? You know, think on things. It's kind of beautiful. And he says, all right, I'm out. Uh, and he says, thank you. See you in a month. Also, there's like old snowshoes on a wall, a couple of deer. Then we see the red cabin. We see the woods. Uh, what does this say? Panda with hood. I don't know what that means. Oh, parka. Well, Walt's wearing a parka with his hood on. And he goes to the money. Uh, he stuffs his coat up with the money. He pauses. He goes to his bag. He gets his uh, hat, the Heisenberg hat. 2630. This is the moment we've been waiting for. The hat goes on. The music goes on. Walt starts to walk. and we see, Then he sees the snowy road. He changes his mind. He says, tomorrow, tomorrow. I love you tomorrow. And lights the wood stove up, warms up, the hat's on the door, or the deer. Then we see Jesse on Gorsh Run. What does Gorsh Run mean? Oh, garbage can on his bed. And Todd shows up. He's like, hey, we went to um, Ben Ben and Jerry's. They got some peanut butter cup and some Americone Dream. He goes, you got, we got to celebrate. That last branch was 96%. And Todd smokes and kind of watches him. And he says, well, tomorrow's going to be a big day. Another work, you know, another round. And he says, hey, Todd, can, I'd like to look at the stars tonight. You don't mind, do you? He says, that's fine. He goes, it'll be cold. Good night, Jesse. And then Jesse tries to get out. It, really creative for Jesse was he rolled up his mattress then folded his blanket, then put the garbage can on that. And he jumps up, he gets out, but he doesn't get away. And the next thing we see is a gate in focus, and Walt's out of focus. He walks into focus in his parka, in the cold, gloves on, parka, waving. Red Jeep pulls up. We see a newspaper bundle cut loose, a couple of cases of insurer. Put some weight on walls, according to the vacuum man. Uh, Walt needs some glasses. He's like, okay, I got a bunch of uh, uh, glasses for you. Put your old house is up for auction. Then he says, I got your aspirin here. I'm going to put it on the deer's head. And he says, sorry about the last time. Uh, like, oh, Which kind of filled us in that time has passed. It's not just been one month. It's been a few months. Walt's also got hair and a beard, I think. But it's like, okay, a lot of time has passed. Uh, both guys are in plaid fleece just shirts. And he gets ready to leave. He says, all right, I'll see you in the afternoon of the 15th. Uh, Walt says, stay, you know, please. Uh, anyone want some company? And he says, uh, well, uh, and he says, two hours, I'll give you 10 grand. And, and the guy says, 10,000, I'll give you an hour. And he says, all right, seven cards. We'll play some cards. Seven cards, stud, I assume. He says, I'll deal. Well, it says, what are you going to do if you come here and I've, got, you know, bought, bought, purchased, a, you know, another farm? 
And he says, what about my money? Are you going to give it to my family? And the forester says, if I said yes, would you believe me? Which was hilarious. And he says, want to cut the cards? Then at 40, uh, 30, his no. Oh, just the way Walt said no, I guess. That was so weakened down, his answer. Then game to a night shot of uh, something, oh, of the house. And then inside we see pictures of Skylar from the newspaper. Walt's asleep, cuts off, his coughs off his ring, puts it on a piece of twine. He had like yellow mustard PJs on. I think it was just a sweatshirt, though, or long johns. Uh, twine. And then he looks across the room at the insure box. Uh, and the next thing we see, it's the daytime. He's carrying a wrapped package all tied up with string. At the gate, walking in the snow, first steps, first tracks. Then we see a school classroom. It's either a chem or bio lab classroom. There's a test going on. And then there's a call Flynn White to the principal's office, please. And the principal says, it's your Aunt Marie. And then we see a woman on the phone at a bar. She says, hold on a second, honey. And it's night there. I couldn't, I couldn't, I said, well, maybe, maybe that it kind of works. Or I guess it's just a dark bar. Uh, there's kind of a hockey game audio going in the background to give us, and there's nice school audio. So really good audio design. And Walt's trying to explain things to Junior. It's Walt on the phone. He said, I just I never intended this to turn out this way. And he says, what's Lewis's address? I'm going to send a package there, 100 G's. And, you know, Lewis will cover for us, right? 4848 Newcomb. And he says, you know, don't say anything because the cops will take it. And then he says, can you even hear me? Uh, and he goes, Walt's just so sad. He goes, I wanted to give you so much more, but that was all I could do. And Junior's like, by the way, I don't want anything from you. You need to shut up. Uh, goodbye. So Walt's sad. The, the bar is empty. There's like a shack glass of quarters on the bar. Walt calls the DEA. He says, hey, I got some info. Uh, why don't you come by and talk to me? It's Walter White, and he just leaves the phone off the hook and then he gets a drink, a dimple pinch. Don't know what that is, honestly, and I can't think about it. Neat, and then Walt kind of savors the drink. Bartender starts changing the channels, then Elliot and Gretchen are on Charlie Rose. And, like, you just gave $28 million for drug abuse centers through the Southwest. And they say, well, Charlie, uh, this is our home. We couldn't ignore what was going on. And then they said, well, geez, in the New York Times, they said maybe this was publicity since gray matter, you know, is associated with Walter White. To cleanse yourself, so to speak, uh, of Walter White. And Elliot says, glad you brought that up, uh, you know, we're dealing with someone who had nothing to do with the creation of the company and less to deal with growing it what it is today. And they say, well, what did Walter White contribute? And they say, well, to the company name. 
And they said, well, what do you mean? And they said, well, Schwartz means black and white means plus white uh, makes gray. Gray matter technologies. And I think Gretchen goes, his contribution began and ended right there. And then we get even deeper. Walt starts grimacing the whole time. You know, he doesn't like this. Uh, uh, you know, glad you brought that up. Oh, he's totally emasculated. That's what I put. Uh, you know, and what grabs his napkin? Uh, just the name. And then they say, "Well, Jesus, you know, no, there's still blue matches. Walter White's still out there." And Gretchen goes, "Walter White, no." He goes, "You, you sound pretty sure." She goes, "Yeah, I am." Uh, she goes, I'm not sure about that Heisenberg, but whoever the kind, brilliant man we once knew long ago, he's gone. And then the Breaking Bad theme kicks in as Walt grimaces. And then we see the bar later, and there's a $20 tip on the bar. Walt's drink's empty. Walt's gone, and the police come, and the episode ends. I want to do some thank you, sir, everyone that supports the show. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I want to thank Hunter, I want to thank Carrie, thanks and goodnight, Gabrielle, thanks and goodnight, uh, Beryl, thank you and goodnight, Tori, thank you and goodnight, Carol with an E, thank you and goodnight, uh, Denise, thanks and goodnight, Melissa N, uh, thank you and goodnight, Claire M, thank you and goodnight, uh, Lauren M, thank you and good night. Sarah W, thanks and good night. Kate S, uh, thank you and good night. Fred B, thank you and good night. Ellen M, thank you and good night. Kate, uh, Nicole K, thank you and good night. Uh, Chris, the C to the P, thanks and good night. Donna O, thank you and good night. Uh, Sylvia C, thank you and good night. Uh, David B, thank you and good night. Allison M, thank you and good night. Mark W, thank you and good night. Uh, Kathy J, thanks and good night. Shane R, thank you and good night. Matthew T, thank you and good night. Emily T, thank you and good night. Susan T, thank you and good night. Taylor T, thank you and good night. Mandy T, thank you and good night. Uh, Bay Area K, thanks, and Scout, good night. Uh, Joseph L, thank you, and good night. Eileen H, thanks, and good night. Becky, thanks, and good night. Shelly B, thanks, and good night. Greg D, thank you, and good night. Nancy W, thank you, and good night. Sharon F, thank you, and good night. Jason V, thank you, and good night. Uh, Joan B., thank you and good night. Nina B., thank you and good night. Teddy, thanks and good night. Pamela W., thank you and good night. Mika. Uh, Micah, thank you and good night. Uh, Jenny K., thank you and good night. Uh, Jillian S., thank you and good night. And Beverly Z., thank you so much and good night. Uh, over on PayPal, I want to thank, they say thanks to Angela. I want to say thanks to Sally, thank you, Martin G, thank you and good night, Susan B, thank you and good night, Lizby, thank you and good night, Marion G, thank you and good night, Susan E, thank you and good night, Nicole M, thank you and good night, Jared S, thanks and good night, uh, Patricia M, thank you and good night, Christopher W, thanks and good night. Uh, George J., thanks and good night. 
Andrea S., thank you and good night. Susan N., thank you and good night. Patricia V., thank you and good night. Uh, Learning E., thanks and good night. Liberty, thanks and good night. Julie D., thanks and good night. Cynthia W., thanks and good night. William G., thanks and good night. Julie W., thanks and good night. Uh, Lori, thanks and good night. Meredith, thanks and good night. Emma, thanks and good night. Aunt Julie S., thank you and good night. Uh, thanks and good night, everybody, on PayPal for supporting the show. And then over on PayPal, I want to thank Michelle L., thanks and good night. Adam Automal, Automal. Uh, thanks and good night. Mary, thanks and good night. Lauren H., thank you and good night. Matthew P., thanks and good night. Rachel R., thanks and good night. Uh, so thanks and thanks to all my Venmo pals. Uh, thanks so much and good night. And thanks everybody for supporting the show. Good night.